know if you ever found yourself in a situation or maybe you have seen somebody in this situation, but uh, they have to go up on stage and follow somebody who just seemed to really nail it. And we often will say something like, uh, that's a tough, uh, tough act to follow. And in some ways, Psalm 24 that we're going to look at today, it's kind of a tough act to follow after you have Psalm 23, isn't it? I mean, here Psalm 24 is nestled right up next to Psalm 23. And how can you beat the opening line of the Lord is my shepherd? Well, Psalm 24 actually doesn't disappoint at all because it follows up and it makes a declaration where it says the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. And we go from this place of God guiding us and, 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 and kind of this picture of this shepherd who cares to this great king of victory, this king that is worthy of praise. And that's where we're going to go today. So this psalm is broken out into three parts. Uh, we have verses 1 and 2, which is a declaration. In verses 3 to 6, we have this entrance. And in verses 7 to 10, we, we, we'll look at the processional. So let's jump right in and let's see if we can peel back uh, some, of these, some of these verses and what's being said here for us to be able to find some great nuggets. So let's start with verses 1 and 2. And it says this, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. You know, David starts right off with this de declaration of authority. That God is the one who holds all things together. God is the one who is over everything. He is the king. He is the one who has the authority over all things. It, it sets us up with a picture of great might and great power. I mean, we try to control so much in this world, do we not? We want to control even the weather, but we can't. We want to control the, the sea, but we can't. We want to control the wind, but we can't. We can't control nothing. But God does and is because he has authority over all things. And, and as great of an experience that we can have on this earth, and there's much for us to experience, so much that we'll never experience everything on this earth, but the greatest treasure is not the things we find on this earth, but we, the greatest treasure is that we get to be in the presence of the one who has authority over this earth. That is wonderful. And that is where this psalm leads us. He wants us to understand the declaration that, that what's taking place next is that he is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. So let's jump into this next part here. Um, as we get into um, kind of, we get into this question and answer. When, when Rain and I were in Bible school together, we were asked if we would help um, 
organize the youth rally that the Bible school put on each year. And Raina came up with an idea of separating everybody into groups, big groups, and they had to come up with a cheer. And I remember one of my favorite cheers, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I, I remember the context of it. The favorite part of the cheer was that they would shout out something and then, and then they would shout out an answer. They'd shout out a question and they'd shout out an answer. And, uh, and it, was, it was just very powerful. And that's what we have happening here. There's, a, there's questions and then David answers. So let's look at verses three to six, this part of this entrance. And this is the king of king entering. It says, uh, uh, who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in the holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not tr trust in idols or so uh, swear by false gods. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God their Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek Him, who seek your face, God of Jacob. And so David has already established that who is, who is the God of gods? Yahweh is the God of gods. And he asks the question, who can ascend? Who can stand in, the king, in, this, king's, in this great king's presence? And the answer is one who has clean hands. One that has a pure heart. One who hasn't given themselves over to idols. But how can we do that? We can only do that. We can only have confidence to do that because of what Jesus has done. Because we cannot produce clean hands. We cannot produce a pure heart. But we can receive purity from the one who is pure. For Jesus has, as it talks about in Romans 6.18, that he is the one who cleanses us, who, 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 who takes away the sins uh, of our lives. We're told in Hebrews 4.16 that we can approach the high priest. We can approach our God be, be, and, and come boldly into the throne room of grace because of what Jesus has done for us. And so who can come? Who can come into his presence? The, the, the part in this is that we can because of what Christ has done. What a great thing to celebrate. Yes, he is our good shepherd that leads us besides quiet waters. He leads us through difficult situations. But he is our king in whom we can come into his presence. So yeah, we're the ones. Who can come? Who can, who can ascend? Who can stand in the holy place? Yeah, we can. I mean, that's pretty great. We don't have to work for it. We can't earn it. We can't do anything about it. It's what Christ has done for us. And then we come to this processional, verses 7 through 10. And it says, lift up your heads, O gates. Lift up, you, be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is the king of glory? The king strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is the king of glory? <laughs> the Lord Almighty. He is the king of glory. Well, what do we have here? We really have a picture of a royal entrance. So picture with me a king coming in. He, he's coming back from battle, and there has been victory. Nobody is bowing down here, although he is worthy of us to bow down. Here is a celebration. He is in his royal robes. He is in his crowd, and he is coming in. The trumpets are blasting. The people are shouting, for he is a king 
of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is mighty in battle. What a celebration that we see here as we look at this. And it's a question and an answer. Who is it? It's the only true God. He is the one that we can celebrate. How exciting is that? And what does that look like for us? Well, you know, there you had to go to where the king was. And back in this time, if you wanted to be in God's presence, you had to go to the temple. You had to make your ascension. You had to ascend up to uh, Jerusalem, to where God dwelt. And today, we don't go to Yahweh but we have Yahweh with us, so we take Yahweh, we take our King of kings and Lord of lords, the one who is victorious in battle, we take him where we go. And can you imagine what cathedral looks like when we are recognizing we're not coming to God, but we're coming with God. And we're all gathering with God, not our gods as we would see him, but the God of the Bible, the one who is victorious in everything. And we come on a Sunday to cathedral with him. Or we come into our house church with him. Or we go into our day with him. He is that same king that has brought victory. So just like we looked, we looked at, 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 at um, Psalm 18, where he is our shield and our rock and our fortress, so it's here that we are celebrating that he is the king that is victorious. And it's something worthy of us to celebrate. Because if nothing else, what we can celebrate is that he is, victor he is the victorious one over sin and over death. I don't know where you are today, and maybe it's hard for you to see the king this way, the Lord this way, Yahweh this way, but it is who he is. He has authority over all things, and it is only through Christ that we can come into his presence, and we do so declaring that he is our victorious king. Who is our king of glory? The Lord Almighty who is victorious in battle. Lord, help us in these days. In the days we find ourselves, that we will be able to recognize that we're not going to you, but we're going with you into our day, into our time, into our lives, into our families. We are going with you. And you are the king of glory. You are the victorious one. For you hold the authority over all things. And may we find ourselves submitting under your authority so that we can live in your victory today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you today.